Taylor and Ed. Ed, how are you doing, sir? Hey, great, Taylor. Good to see you again today. I know. In person, on Zoom. Caught you on the way to the office, and then we're getting to do a disruption nation to, uh, you know, that's just part of the day. I'm sure you're not done after this, and I'm not either, but thank you for making the time. I'm excited to, you know, talk about your book. Ed, this is kind of going to be a book launch, by the way. We're about to launch into Disruption Nation officially here in just a second, but um, I'll probably ask you this again when we start the show. How, how long did it take you to write the book? You said it was like easy when you, like when you were talking about it a second ago. You know, I would say it took, it was a compilation of five years of, of data collecting. Yeah. And then the toughest part was not writing the book. The most difficult part was purging it. You know, I've read a lot of books about homes and the dangers of homes, and it just was filled with so much technical data. And my sources that I used uh, sent me hundreds of pages of technical data. And I thought, you know, I want to keep this simple, stupid. Most people don't read. Let me keep it very concise. The goal was to keep it under 100 pages and, and be more of an instructional, not talk about the dangers only, but talk about the, the remedies, the solutions. So that's why it's titled Your Home is Making You Sick, which isn't an appealing title. But, but the subtitle is How to Create a Healthy Home. And that's really what this book does, where it offers simple solutions, very simple solutions, where you won't need my service if you follow my eight simple steps. See, I, I love it. I love it. And, uh, and uh, we're, we're going to get into it in just a second. Uh, but uh, congratulations, by the way. You know, Thank it's you. Not, I appreciate not an easy thing to write a book. Um, I just got my first one out, you know, a month ago, and, and that came out sooner than the one that I started before that one. But I was, anyways, different deal. Co-author. Is it out? Is it out? Other guys. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. The other one is out. Um, What's the title? Rise of the personal brand. Amazon, oh, nice. Amazon, that one. Yeah. So shock value is the one I was telling you. I started writing that one first, but it's not quite out yet, but it's on the way. But rise I'll of look the personal for that. brand. I wrote that. You know, during, during this whole process, three of my friends wrote books that I didn't know about. So I bought their books. Yeah, I love supporting you know, my friends and people and I, I bought their books and read them. And it was just, uh, it, it's always interesting hearing someone else's personal stories or their opinions, or I, I just love to read. So, so yeah. I look forward to reading yours. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I've been doing these all day, bing, bing, bing. And, you know, in between, like, I think the second and third one, I bought two books on, because uh, I, you know, I'm an audible guy. And it's just, it's just easy, you know, in the gym, getting ready, doing stuff around the house, AirPods, whatever. So love it. All right. Um, that being said, I think we're going to launch into the show. Blaine, you want to give us a countdown real quick? <clears throat> grab a sip of water. I'm just going to count us in without the countdown. What's you're up? Welcome at back. Or three? I'm sorry. You're starting at a hundred or are you starting at three? A hundred or three? Yeah. You're oh. doing a countdown. Is it? Yeah, I know. Right. Okay. A hundred, three, two, one, go. <laughs> What's up everybody. Welcome back. Disruption Nation. I'm your host, Taylor Waithofer. We have Ed Camp in the hot seat today with a book launch. This is a special edition, by the way. We usually cover a lot, but today we're just going to be more target specifically focused. This uh, topic should be near and dear to your heart and your uh, your home and your family and the people that you love. You know, with what what our, um, our our country has been going through, and it's not going to be out of the woods for for a long time now. So the book, okay, is called "Your Home Is Making You Sick and How to Create a Healthy Home." And I had him on the, on the podcast in the past, and, and he gave me a few things to put in the vents of my house for my boys and myself. 
also was nice enough to go to my uh, parents' house. My dad's been battling uh, throat cancer, you know, uh, and helping, you know, just clean up the house around. And I, I really appreciated that. And that was uh, right before the holidays. And so uh, thank you so much for, uh, for, for doing that. And uh, my parents said they enjoyed getting to meet you. And, um, and then also- They are the sweetest, they are the sweetest people. Oh, thank you. See, that's where I get it from. Get it from somewhere. Right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he teaches the CE class. Um, let's see. The name of the CE class is uh, staying healthy in an unhealthy environment. Right. And yes. we, uh, shoot, I, I think, did I meet you in Hyreba, by the way? Is that where we met the first time? I think it is. I believe so. Yes. Okay. So uh, Houston Independent Real Estate Brokers Association. Now, I mean, Hyreba are some of my favorite people in the, in the city. And it's the longest acronym, I think, in the city. You know, but I, I'm so familiar with the group. I just throw Hyreba out as if everyone knows it. And then I always, you know, when I hear it coming out of my mouth, I'm like, nobody knows what the hell you're talking about. Know but you you got to break that one down. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, I actually saw him this morning on the way to the office uh, at our, you know, bi-monthly or bi-weekly, you know, Hyreba uh, breakfast. So, and uh, and anyway, so thank you for being here. This is going to be great content, and it's uh, you know with with Corona, this is it's never been more important. So uh, your timing is spot on, and um, yeah. So with that being said, tell us uh, a little bit about the book. I know the website. If you, I'm going to drop it in the in the comments here in a second, but it's uh, edcampbook.com. But for the spelling of camp, it's in the uh, it'll be in the comments. But yeah, so was it the business that prompted the book or, you know, how were you already working on the book before COVID? Like what's, give, give us the rundown. No, it, it all started uh, shortly after the rodeo was canceled. I received a call from the president of ServPro and he, he got my uh, contact information from two people who I, whose names I didn't know, who outside of Texas. And he contacted me and asked for a meeting on a Saturday uh, he was, uh, Surpro represents a lot of the industrial accounts in Houston, you know, uh, Osteen's Church, Reliant, uh, Shell, and they were starting to get calls about disinfecting. And they're a fire and water uh, company and knew nothing about it. So they were told to meet with me and I had chlorine dioxide and all that. So, so, so when I met with him, I was talking about the difference between disinfecting versus decontamination. And then I, I left the meeting. Uh, I'm not big fans of ServPro, but they are needed in, in, you know, in this hurricane area. You see the truck circling after a hurricane, you know, helping people with, with, with floods and, and all that. And I've referred to them a couple of times. But anyway, I left the meeting thinking, you know, there'll be a lot of companies opening up uh, that'll be disinfecting companies. And there is a difference between disinfecting and decontamination. So... So I, uh, and, the, and I'll tell you the difference. The difference, disinfecting is, is by definition is the removal of most contaminants. Decontamination is the removal of all contaminants. So, so by saying you're disinfecting, let's say with an ozone machine, that's not truly decontaminating. That's not removing what everyone is concerned about, which is COVID-19. So, so basically I decided to put together uh, a syllabus. I've been speaking at different, uh, title companies doing a one hour talk and uh, uh, educating realtors. And I thought, well, why don't I stretch it to two hours and mm -hmm. talk about number one, the importance of realtors being safe in this COVID environment, you know, use hand sanitizer, you know, don't touch your mouth, but, but realtors touch doorknobs and light switches without thinking twice. 
And when was the last time you, your, your front door knob was cleaned or, or a light switch? I mean, those things are very high in germ context. So basically, I started putting together uh, a syllabus and I got it approved by TREC. Uh, which, and then in putting together my information for the two hour class, I thought, you know, I've compiled so much information. I think I'll just put it in a book form. So, so that's how it started. The, the challenge wasn't uh, gathering information. It was actually the challenge was, you know, I'm kind of a smart ass was keeping my, you know, smart ass humor out of the book and kind of talk about something serious. That's why you do stuff like this, you know, because you can be a smart ass on here. It's all good. Yes. You know? But in, 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 anyway, so that way you get you get both. You got the book. There, there are some smart ass here. comments in the book that I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, uh, but uh, putting together the book took some time. The editing process was hell. It was absolute hell because it was hell from a standpoint where I had to read this over and over and over and over, and and I could recite the book in my sleep. But the thing is, every time I read it, I found a mistake. I found something that I left off. So, so you know, uh, I talked to my son, who's a who's a writer in Los Angeles. He says, you know, "Dad, you're never, you're never going to be satisfied with the final product of anything you write." So, so I said, "Well, I just need to go through it one more time and then forget about it." But uh, the company that I went through, they they went, you know, they they did a great job. I really appreciated them, and it was basically six months in the making. So uh, it came out. Uh, a little bit after Thanksgiving, it's on Amazon, uh, I think Barnes and Noble, a couple of other uh, uh, platforms. What was funny was before it came out on a Friday night at 10 o'clock, I got a call from a guy in, uh, uh, I don't know, North Dakota somewhere. And he said, I just read your book. It's like, no, you didn't. It's not out yet. And he goes, well, I'm reading it. And, and, and I was like, okay. You know, I called the editor <laughs> uh, on Monday. It's like, Someone else read the book before I got to finalize it. But anyway, uh, it's, it's out, you know, and, and I don't know who's buying it because Amazon never tells you. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, it, it was a fun project. It was, uh, it's a great marketing tool for me and, uh, and I'm proud of it. And, uh, and the, whole, the whole premise is not to tell people about the things in their house that they should be fearful of, but how to, how to resolve those problems, how to create a healthy home. That, that's, that's what this book offers in a very concise, easy to read uh, format. I think that's smart the way that it's titled because your initial reaction is like, oh man, like you just said, I don't want to find out well, all the stuff that's wrong in my house. But then again, in that same thought, you're probably like, all right, well, hold on. This book has probably got the answers. That's the name of the book for a reason. That's a good title. Titles that grab you, I gravitate towards for sure. So um, anyways, kudos there. So um, good marketing There was tool. one book. There was one book titled Your Home is Killing You, and I bought it. It was 300 pages of just a lot of technical data in it. And then there was another book. There were two books titled Is Your Home Making You Sick? And I bought both of those, and one was about mold and what a family went through. And another one was written by a doctor that, again, hit all the technical data. And I thought, well, I learned uh, the scary stuff in these books, but I didn't learn how to rectify these issues where I talk about mold and I talk about flooded homes and I talk about, uh, you know, one title is one chapter is titled your shower curtain is killing you. So, uh, you know, little, little catchy headline, but, uh, but there are things in our home that, that do cause adverse health effects, you know, paint, for example, unleaded paint has 300 carcinogens in it. And who doesn't love the, the smell of fresh paint, you know, 
you paint a room in a house and you smell that, 300 carcinogens, 300 cancer causing uh, volatile organic compounds in paint, period. That's, so, okay, that can kind of segue to where, where I was going to take this. So, um, what, you know, some of the uh, ways to keep your home safe, I mean, what would you not paint, use a different type of paint? Let's just start with paint, you know, what, what's a, a safer option? Well, let me start with new construction because, you know, let's not forget uh, two years ago, lumber liquidators was fined $33 million for exceeding the acceptable amount of formaldehyde that was in their wood flooring. There is formaldehyde in almost- Who, who is that? Who's formaldehyde, lum lumber liquidators. Lumber liquidators, okay. Yeah, uh, they're putting, they put formaldehyde in, in, uh, in flooring, but there's formaldehyde in almost every new construction material. So, so backing up, you know, what is the most dangerous house, the most toxic house? It's a brand new construction home where you have all the polyurethanes, you have the paints, you have the varnishes, you have the, 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 uh, the fabricated wood, you have the tile. All of that contains some type of, of volatile organic compound that will cause respiratory issues. I've been trying to launch a platform uh, this entire year of going into a new home where I can actually decontaminate it and off-gas all of those volatile organic compounds in three hours, making a new construction home healthy. So going back to uh, you know, our own home, you know, we all have mold in our homes. If you take a hot shower and you don't have correct ventilation, uh, you're gonna have mold. Is it deadly? No, I, I, I like to, to uh, uh, my chapter on mold is to talk about how you know, it's not a dangerous four letter word that we've, that's been drilled into our head. So, uh, but, uh, but I like to cover things that people aren't thinking about, those plug-in deodorizers, a can of Febreze. I mean, those things do carry a lot of carcinogens in them. Why do we get cancer? Why do people get lung cancer who don't smoke? You know, that, that's usually, you know, but, but there's something in our house, going back to the, your shower curtain is killing you, that shower curtain is made from uh, polyvinyl chloride. That's PVC. There are carcinogens in that. What you're smelling, and it smells great when you open up that new shower curtain, well, that's, that affects you. As you ingest that, it's affecting your respiratory system. So I offer a solution to that. I'm not telling people don't have candles, don't use uh, deodorizers, don't use uh, you know, plastics, or, or you know, live in a tent instead of in a, in a new construction house. I talk about the simple ways that you can make a, a home healthy. And um, what... I'm going to do this a couple of times, you know, while we're, okay. while we're talking about this, where, where can people go to get, get the book? I'm going to make sure that it's uh, in the comments too. Uh, my, my, uh, get, a, right or get a hold of you. Yes. Yeah. If you, if you go here, uh, it, it, I don't, I pay for, uh, I pay for uh, postage. So there's no additional cost on that. Uh, if you, I, I'll personally endorse it. It's, it's, it's $18 plus tax. So it comes to 1950. Uh, if you, you know, I'll endorse it. If you don't want me to sign it, it's $25. Uh, <laughs> for $100, I'll come to your home and read it to you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, it, it's, uh, I think, I think, it, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an important uh, subject matter for during COVID because people are concerned about their immune systems. I talk about dust mites. I talk about, uh, uh, I talk about the antibacterial solutions that are being advertised, the antimicrobial solutions. I talk about hand sanitizing. I talk about the dangers 
of all of those. And also I offer a solution to, to all of those. Uh, Hand sanitizer. I don't know about, you know, anybody listening, to this, but that a year ago, okay, maybe I use it a half a dozen times a week. Now I'm using it like a dozen times a day. Hand sanitizer, go. Tell me, and most people watching, probably something that they do not know about hand sanitizer. Okay, hand sanitizer, you have to be 70% alcohol in order for it to kill any type of virus or bacteria. So a lot of them are 70, 75%. The dangerous thing in hand sanitizer is that little word that says fragrance. That's the chemical that is added to, to hand sanitizer. So people can smell it and go, oh, it smells good. But anything you put on your skin goes into your bloodstream in 26 seconds. So you want to know what you're put, putting on your skin. So it's the fragrance. I, I want to know what's behind the fragrance. It's usually a plethora of different chemicals that, you know, that derives a fragrance. Some of them have aloe. I'm, I'm okay with aloe. A lot I was of about to ask, what about aloe vera? Is that all right? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. A lot of them, you know, are plant-based hand sanitizers. I really like the plant-based. Uh, I saw one of them that has a, a kosher on it. It's like, okay, it's kosher. It's kosher for Passover hand sanitizer. But uh, but you have to be careful with what you're putting on your on on your skin because it will go into your bloodstream. During this whole COVID thing, that that uh, the uh, Zuno. 24-hour uh, uh, hand sanitizer that, that I've, I've uh, introduced you to, I've been using that every day. And you know what? I haven't worn gloves. I shake hands. Uh, people give me their elbow when I go to shake their hand. I tuck my face. I live a normal life using that hand sanitizer because I know that it will last 24 hours. I can wash my hands 500 times and, uh, and it's not going away. So, you know, there are products out there like that that people need to know about. That's a great product. I love that product. And uh, I remember before COVID, you know, go on the way to school or whatever with my boys in the morning, I'd have them all, you know, I keep one on each side of, of my vehicle. And, and uh, anyway, we'd use it, right? And I was like, boys, this is, this is good stuff. They still talk about it. They recognize the bottle and they're like, dad, we want the good hand sanitizer, the one that lasts all day long. So, um, yeah, no, but I'll be honest though, you know, since COVID, I'm still using, I mean, I don't do it just once a day. So I'm, I'm going to ask you, are you, are you really just one once in the morning and then you're done? You don't hand sanitize for the rest of the day because of that stuff? No, no. It, uh, what will wear it off is unnatural exfoliation. Like right now I'm rubbing my hands together. That will wear it off. It creates got a it. protective, okay. it creates a, you know, I've got a softball game this evening. I'm actually done after this interview. I got a softball game tonight, you know, nice. swinging a bat and all of that. Yes. It's going to, it's going to exfoliate my hands. So I probably won't even reapply it because after that I'm going home and I'll be there, but then in the morning I'll put it on. But yeah, there are times on weekends where I'll work out in the gym and I'll think, okay, well, I'm not wearing gloves and I'm, I'm coming in contact with weights. Uh, let me, you know, reapply it after I shower. So yeah, there are times a natural exfoliation. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then so you, okay. So aloe is okay. Um, are there some, and there's just part of the aloe family, sorry, I'm, this is why I'm asking you, but do some of them have moisturizers in it also? Cause I don't think I bought any of those, but I feel like I've seen some before. Cause I mean, it can dry your hands out. Right. I mean, I feel like, yeah, you know, it, it, and that, and it's sad, Well, that alcohol alone will dry out your hands. That's why right. people have redness or their chapped hands yeah. and that aloe, you know, is a soothing lotion, but it's not really, so, you know, here's the thing, you know, everything masks. You know, you have you have you know you have a, you have allergies. You take you take a antihistamine that masks it. The aloe will mask the damage that's really being done to your hands by the uh, by the alcohol content in the hand sanitizer. So uh, so you know, and that was the whole thing about you know when I wrote this book, 
it was like, you know, you go to your pediatric, you go to your, your doctor, your physician for a checkout, this chap check up and you tell me of allergies and he's going to ask about mold and about pets and about food and they can test you for those but they never ask you about the age of the house that you live in or how old your mattress is and all of those are contributing factors of of, of our allergies I, I mentioned in my book that I've been to an allergist twice a year for the past 35 years I stopped six years ago once I started my company and I started becoming an advocate for my own health and to find out the source of my issues. And, uh, and, uh, and that's what this book is telling you. This book is telling you how to be an advocate for your own. How many times have you been to the doctor in the last six years or how many times have you gotten sick? Uh, honestly, I haven't been sick since I was 13. <laughs> you know, I I had crazy. To, that's crazy. I had to play when I was 13. Ed doesn't but, get but, sick. <laughs> I, I, I don't, you know, my daughter, my kids would have the flu. They'd be coughing and sneezing on me. And it's like, uh, just another day in the office. I called, my daughter called me the other day and I told her I'm not feeling well. She's like, really? I said, don't get excited. I'm just joking with you. We're tired of you bragging about it. But, but uh, I go to a doctor for a physical every year, you yeah. know, that, that, that's it. And uh, they do the tests because I'm over 60 now. So you just have to, uh, I started when I was over 40. But you look good, uh, my man. Well, you thanks, look, thanks. Just barely over fifty, so good for you. Yeah, it's good genes, I guess, and, and drinking a lot of water. <laughs> but uh, no, but you know, helps for sure. But but really, it's it's. It, I I see on on Facebook these people that are just chronically ill. I had a friend who who she was always talking about her illness, a mortgage lender, and I told her. I think it, there's you have must have mold in the house, and and she moved, she sold her house, moved, and and I, I and I talked to her six months after she moved, and I said I haven't seen you complaining on Facebook, so you must be healthy. Yeah, I I'm fine now. It's like this house was causing you illness. You had some type of mold issue in that house, and 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 I offered, I offered, but uh, anyway, I feel bad for the people who did buy it from her because now they're going to have an issue that they don't know about. People just strike it up, you know, it's allergies. I'm sneezing because yeah. of allergies. I'm, you know, brain fog, I'm fatigued. Uh, it's all allergy related. No, it's dust mite and it's mold related. So I got a question for you. So, you know, who, I'll be careful how I ask this. Just, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like it's a dumb question, but it's an important question to ask. But like, I mean, who, who's the book for? You know, I mean, I, this, I, I, my answer, I'm thinking of the world. I mean, who couldn't benefit by knowing the knowledge that's in here? Because most people, they don't, they have no clue. Not even, not even the slightest. This is all new, um, even without COVID. You know, a lot of people aren't paying attention to this stuff. So hopefully people are paying attention to it now. So two-sided question. Um, if there is somebody specifically versus just generally saying, everybody you know who is it for who could benefit the most from it and um and you know why why should they why should they buy the book oh great question thus far in our conversation well you know we buy a car and it comes with what an owner's manual of how to maintain it you buy a house Mm -hmm. and and you're not getting anything so i I really uh view my book as being an owner's manual for a house where where you can keep you know your radar up for certain signs uh Mm-hmm. I, I think realtors should give it to home buyers as as a uh, as a as a gift. Title companies, you know, dealing with the general public. I'm not, let me tell you something. There's not one goddamn allergist who's going to recommend my book. I can tell you that right <laughs> now. I can tell you right now. When I started right, my company, read it. I started my company. I talked to 
um, I, I can mention them maybe, uh, but I won't. Uh, and they said, we're not interested because they want to sell the prescriptions and the vitamins and the shots and the, and, and one allergist told me mm -hmm. you're bad for my business, but what would it cost for you to treat my house? <laughs> you know, yeah. that's just beautiful. So, uh, and he was having migraines, he was having migraines and, 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 uh, I did treat his house. And two weeks later, he said, I have not had a migraine since you, uh, since you serviced my house. I said, well, you still recommend, you still refuse to recommend me? He goes, I can't, you know? Yeah. Kelsey uh, Seabold, Kelsey Seabold pharmacist. But anyway, but I think, you know, going back to your question, I think it's a great closing gift for someone buying a house. Hey, you know, your home is, is making you sick, but it's how to create a healthy home. So this is kind of a, 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 a home for first time home buyers, for people buying a home, people that have, uh, have, uh, allergies or you know a, a small portion of my business is going to homes where people have moved in and they're having issues and and the issue is usually a volatile organic compound where they did some remodeling or it's or it's new construction but there was something in that house causing an issue i mean again formaldehyde the epoxies uh, uh there's just so much carcinogens cancer causing things i did a house where they found mothballs in the attic like i I can't tell you how, how the damage that mothballs would do. That was something that all of our grandparents had in their closets at one time. But uh, so I really think I'm going to, listen, I've been going into houses, making them healthy for people who have suffered from COVID or had allergies. That's my passion is creating healthy homes. It's also my passion of people understanding what their issues are in their own home and how they can solve it themselves. Maybe I love it. Thank not you. good for my business, but but it, again, you know, you have you, you want your kids to be healthy in your home, and and we all have families, and and that we were concerned about. We want the best, but there are things that, you know, volatile organic compounds. It's in that it's in that computer when you when you take it out of the box. The plastics, the smell from that, all of that contains toxic uh, toxic chemicals. Yeah, no, I mean, seriously, thank you so much for, you know, providing all the knowledge. I mean, in our first meeting, you told me about the hand, sanit hand sanitizer I was talking about, or we were talking about earlier that last 24 hours, and then, uh, you know, uh, some some cool, I, don't, I mean, I can't even explain the science like you do, but I have them in my events, because, you know, I, I know the extensive knowledge that you have and the research that you've done to, uh, you know, make an effort to make my, uh, my, my home a better and safer place for my family. So again, anybody that's watching, Ed, one more time, how can people um, get a hold of you to ask any questions and where can they go to buy your uh, buy your book again? Well, uh, text me 713-298-1449. Again, 713-298-1449. Send me a text and I'll send you a link. Uh, and uh, I posted something on Facebook that for the first dozen uh, who buy my book via my platform, if you buy it through my platform and not Amazon, uh, I'll know who's buying it. I can endorse it and, and I'm gonna include a gift uh, in, in each uh, of the first 12 people who buy it. And there's something that's coming out that I'm real excited about. I'm not gonna talk about it yet, but we've, I've been begging the company where I buy my chemicals from to produce something. And they finally have produced it and, and I can't wait for it. And the thing is, it's so inexpensive. And that, that's the main thing is, is, you know, people always ask me, you know, what does it charge for a service like, like yours? And I'm not expensive, especially when it comes to, you know, it comes to uh, solving issues. I mean, as a new company, you know, this is my sixth year. 
I'm still in it for the testimonials. No, let me help you. you know, I've had people, you know, just they couldn't afford it, but let me just help you. Let me just take care of the home that you're getting into. We'll talk about the money later. I've done houses where I got paid at closing. I've done houses where I've broken down my, my fee. Uh, my standard fee is 45 cents a square foot. But if, but if there's sticker shock on, it's like, listen, if you want to break it down a couple of months, let's just, let's just handle it that way. I'm not out to, uh, you know, the goal is to just put your family in a, in a safe environment, healthy environment. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and I'll tell you what, thank you so much for all the good information. Reach out to Ed, buy a copy of his book. This is good information that everybody needs to pay attention to. So hopefully you've uh, picked up that much, at least at this point, and, um, and, uh, and get on it, you know, get you a book, get you a book for your household and, uh, and learn something. All right, before we wrap up, let me, uh, let me grill you real quick on uh, outside of your book, what, what's, what's the last book that you've read or what, what's uh, one of your go-tos or a favorite book of yours? Oh, you know, I, I read three books at a time. I, I, I have a book on leadership, a book on history and a book for fun. So my, my, my book on leadership, I'm reading uh, Great uh, Leaders by Pat Williams. Yeah. Uh, I'm reading Modern Warriors by uh, Pete uh, Hedseth, talking about these veterans who have uh, just gone beyond the, the act of bravery. And I'm reading a book uh, that's titled uh, uh, The Seeker. It's written by the drummer of the doors. And he, he talks about all of his influences and the people who, have, uh, who, have, who he looked up to. So that's my fun book of reading. So so that's what I'm involved in right now. Nice. What about, uh, let's see here, favorite uh, restaurant in town? Oh, man. Uh, during the pandemic, it was Popeye's fried chicken. <laughs> that's oh, right. Yeah. I got my COVID 15 there. But, uh, you know, if, if uh, Saltgrass Steakhouse, Carrabba's, you know, uh, Grotto, I love those restaurants. I'm, I'll, any country cafe, I'll stop by and, and, and find something that I can eat. Yeah, I might be alone on this deal, but I, I feel like the quality for whatever reason when you Uber Eats food is not as good, you know, I mean, so, but Carabas, just because you said it, I, I did, I got a uh, chicken Alfredo pasta from Carabas, spot on, best Uber dish Wonderful. I've had, like delivered in a long, long time, so. Wonderful. Uh, what about your favorite uh, artist or musical genre? You know, it's funny, one of the most productive things that I've done during this pandemic was I made a playlist of 80 songs that are my favorite go-to songs. You know, uh, I'll go to Memorial Park and I don't bring my phone with me and I don't want anything in my head. I just want to enjoy the peace and serenity and all that. But when I'm in my car, I just can't find a radio station that I like. So I put together a, a song list that my daughter uh, uh, downloaded for me. And I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, uh, a 70s rocker, but the funny thing is 35% of my songs were country western. So, <laughs> so, but, uh, but anyway, uh, I love classic rock and I love classic country and, uh, and, and I listen anytime I feel stressful, I, you know, I put on this, uh, the playlist. That's one, one thing that, sister... Go ahead. Something that was very disturbing was there were six Bee Gees song on there. So it's like, I got to rethink this, but they were part of my favorite. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, you know, here, my sister gave me the best tip ever. She, I mean, I've been doing this for seven years now. She was like, every year I create a playlist and just boom, 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 pile them up, build a playlist. And then you just call it 2021 or whatever. And then, you know, it's so funny. You get two, three years down the road and you start hitting those songs and all this stuff you did that year, you remember. And I, I didn't, I, I just, I don't know. 
it's just it's a cool because it, it links you to whatever you're doing so it's easy to kind of remember stuff too in addition well, to my, jamming my daughter my daughter actually play. my daughter actually put 81 songs on there she surprised me with one and it's like oh my god and it, it's wop <laughs> yeah she thought, she gonna, thought she was gonna be funny by just for you dad and just yes. for you I, I had to laugh because I was sabotaged, but anyway, <laughs> she's funny. Yeah, it, uh, you never know. Yeah, you got you got to watch out. Uh -huh. All right, um, last question: What's the best advice you ever got? And who gave it to you? Oh goodness, you know I read a lot of books, so the best advice I get are from books. Uh, you know, uh, you can't fix yourself by breaking someone else. I mean, I, I think of that every day. You know, with so much negativity and the news and everything, and uh, and, and the other day I heard a quote, you know, don't get drunk off the cork. And you got to think about that. <laughs> okay. I don't get it. Don't get drunk off Which the cork. Is, yeah. And that would be, you know, you open a bottle of wine and you're smelling the wine and all of a sudden, you know, it's like, you don't have a lot of information, uh, but you're going to have an opinion. You have, so, so having very little, very, have a judging book by its cover, about, right? Having a strong opinion about something, you know, very little about is mm. is is don't get drunk off the court so I, I thought that was funny it took me a while to think about that but uh and on that we're gonna we're gonna end it ed, ed thank you again last time book website i think it's edcampbook.com is that right yes sir go there people buy a book get healthy it's right now more important than ever you know your loved ones i mean so much riding on it right i mean i'm doing the same thing super i literally last like i implemented this over the holidays i was like you know what f it like i'm gonna do every week and a half, every 10 days, COVID test for me and my boys. Why? Not because we've had it. Um, and we were obviously being careful, but uh, just you know, being around my loved ones, right? My family. want to make sure Absolutely. that I'm looking out. Absolutely. got to be safe. People have been most important in, uh, in my world. So you know, maybe you adopt something like that. Um, but anyway, buy Ed's book. Check it and out. Buy your Ed, book. I'm going to buy your book. It's very flattering when someone buys a book. I'll tell you that. It, it's something that, that cheers me up every time I see it because it's like, I don't know, you know, I, it's not going to be a bestseller, you know, but it could you never be, know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, hey, man, you help somebody out. It's, it, it's, it's good for a lot of other reasons, you know, like, uh, I definitely didn't, uh, you know, spend time writing a book to make a trillion dollars off the book. You know I mean? I, I think it'll help people and that's, that's, that's why I read it and I uh, got a good story and there you go. But and hopefully it'll help some, help some people, but, and the same thing with what, what you just did. So it's a, it's a beautiful thing. So guys, uh, check out Ed. Thank you for tuning in all the information we put in the comments as we were kind of doing this and uh, disruption nation, uh, go to YouTube, give us a, a like or subscribe or a follow or Spotify or podcast app. You can just listen to it. You don't have to watch the audio part, but there's hundreds of videos there. A lot of great people with fantastic information, but every Tuesday at two o'clock is when we drop one of these. So thank you for checking us out. We appreciate you. Ed, I will see you real soon. And, uh, and I'll, I'll say this to close out because uh, I think this will, will go out again before, um, before these, this happens. Um, February 25th is going to be the first Houston Roll Producers event in a while. And I can't wait to see you there. So mark your calendars and, uh, awesome. and I will see you there if not, not before, sir. So you'll be, I'll be there. Ed will be there. And yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a good time. So that being said, we're out. We'll see you next Tuesday. See you later. Thank Peace. you. Thanks, Taylor. I appreciate it.